This is the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Hey guys, it's Sunday night. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellata, your host. And joining me tonight is the lovely Joan Kelly Walker. <laughs> Welcome so nice to be friend. back. I know it's been a, a long break for me. Yeah, well, I'm so, so glad to have you back. Thank How you. How can you build deeper, healthier connections? And what role does well-being play into this? Well, our guest this week, Miles Farmer, is here to share a little bit more about this. He is the co-founder of Othership, a bathhouse ex- a bathhouse experience in Toronto that creates a new form of wellness entertainment through sauna, ice bath, and breath work. Something Joan and I had the pleasure of experiencing recently. And tonight it was awesome. We, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was a great date night for us. Yes, it yeah. was. So tonight we'll be introducing you to Othership, sharing why this is a great destination for singles who want to connect and why sober living can create deeper connections. Well, hello, Miles, and welcome to the show. Hello, thanks for having me, and uh, glad you both got a chance to visit the space and sound like you had a great experience. Yeah, I thought it was actually pretty cool, and I know Joe yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know what to expect, so it was it it was like exceeded my expectations for sure. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. Miles, you were very involved in the restaurant and nightclub industry which is a high stress industry because I've worked in it and I know what it's all about. And uh, there, there was a lot, you know, lots of potential for burnout. What made you decide to move away from that industry into health and wellness? Yeah. So for me, my career actually started a little bit before that I was, I started in the franchise business in the Tim Hortons world. And then I ended up moving towards uh, the entertainment industry. So I started opening up restaurants, bars, nightclubs, I did that for quite some time, uh, probably about eight or nine years. And what I noticed was at the beginning was very exciting. And is something that I think it was aligned with me personally at the time. And then towards the end of it, it really started to take a toll on me personally. Uh, Mm -hmm. The lifestyle, you know, wasn't really aligned with my values anymore at the time. And I felt the burnout happening. I felt struggling, like personally was struggling with you know, being in that industry, being in the industry, you're going out all the time, you're drinking all the time. And for me, uh, that was tough. And, and, you know, I came to a breaking point, probably around 31 years old, you know, I was struggling with alcohol at the time. And I just didn't really know how to really change that being around it all the time. And so I, I tried to do a number of things over a few years and ended up uh, finally being able to break break through that, ended up leaving that industry, which was one of the most challenging and difficult decisions at the time. Because when you look back, you know, it, it seemed to have worked out, but you don't, at the time, you don't really know what's going to happen. You know, you're leaving a successful group, a successful industry that you're, that's growing and starting over again. And that's extremely scary to do at any point in your life. And especially mm-hmm. in your thirties. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I also used to work in that business. I think most people have in one way or another, but like you, you mentioned, like, I felt like I was drinking all the time and it's just, it's just part of it. And that can really wear you down. So you actually had to leave your, your core business, your industry. Can you talk a little bit more of uh, what role did sobriety have to play in all of this? Was that the motivating factor? 
Yeah. So, so for me, I needed a nice, like a real big reset once I left. So I ended up taking a trip, um, you know, kind of a wellness trip down to South America. I spent some time down there, came back, made the decision to leave the partnership, you know, announcing it, doing a transition period. And throughout that time, I actually stayed sober. So I stayed sober for about six months during that process because I knew I needed to, you know, be focused and really have the right mindset. And so that the sobriety part of it was really an amazing factor. And it also kind of validated the reasons why, because during that time, I was still involved going there, going to the nightclubs, and I was sober this time and kind of realized, you know, it kind of really puts a spotlight on that industry in regards to that view. It's like, do I need to be drinking to be here to have fun? Is this really what I want to do? And I think when you're sober, it becomes very clear to you. And so for me, it was very clear. I don't want to do this anymore. And it's not a a knock on anything. I think some people enjoy it and succeed. But for me personally, it just wasn't, it wasn't something that was aligned anymore. And it wasn't something I wanted to do for the next, you know, two decades. Yeah, I get it too. Cause I was also in that industry and uh, I was drinking a lot. And when I finally decided to leave, I just looked back and thought, I'm never going back there. <laughs> yeah. Best decision ever. Uh, so I guess eventually it led to the creation of Othership in Toronto. Can you tell us a little bit more about um, Othership and, and why this space is so important for people? Yeah, so what Othership is in very broad strokes, it's it's a, essentially a healthy experience company. We have a digital platform. On that digital platform, you can think of what Calm, Headspace, Insight Timer did with meditation. We've done with Breathwork. So we have an on-demand app with 500 plus curated sessions for anxiety, sleep, energy, essentially whatever you're looking for throughout the day, you have access to that. And then on the physical side, we have spaces, uh, which we're expanding, but we built our flagship here in Toronto, and it's a 3,000 square foot space, 50 person performance sauna, so light system, sound system, four ice baths, and a tea room. And there's three offerings within that space. One is guided classes. Classes are an emotional regulation class, so it can be an uplifting class, an energizing class, a down-regulated, more meditative And there is guides and these guides, you can think of them as a berries or soul cycle instructor, taking you through, taking a group through these experiences in the hot, in the, in the cold for about 75 minutes. We also offer what's called socials, kind of like a party at night for Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. So an alternative to a bar or restaurant, uh, you know, alcohol free, going out, meeting people, you know, really touching on the social connection. And then throughout the day, we have what's called a free flow. It's just access to the space, to the hot and cold, and you have 75 minutes to do whatever you want with um, during your time there. But why is it an important space for people, would you say? I think it hits on a lot of levels. And so for, for, for one is there's the physically this like, you know, I think there's a massive trend towards the hot and the cold. And so just even speaking about that, like the, the, these modalities have tremendous healing effects, both physically and mentally, you know, I'll start with the cold, you know, it's a two degree ice bath. It's very intimidating, but what is actually happening and like what is happening <laughs> in the body and why are you doing this? And so we've done a lot of research and work around that and we've developed ways of getting people in 
And so you're going to go into an ice bath and it's going to be freezing and you have a natural forming chemical in your body called neuropronephrine. Neuropronephrine actually triples when you go into this fight or flight response and it has a massive effect on like mood, vigilance, attention, energy. And so you're having this massive just energy, emotional shift coming out of there. Neuropronephrine is also anti-inflammatory. Inflammation is the cause of like 70 plus diseases out there. So you're reducing your inflammation, you're changing you know, your mood, essentially you're boosting your immune system. So those are kind of like physically what's happening within those two minutes, but what's mentally happening. You're going into this very challenging moment. You're having this emotional, you know, confrontation with yourself saying, Hey, I can't do this. I need to get out. And what we're really teaching people to do is create this distance, create some space between this emotion and a reaction. And you can actually start training your brain to use this throughout your life. And so like, you know, throughout the day, we, we're hit, we're hit with emotions and a number of things that we, we always like react to. And so you're kind of creating this, this wall, this shield where you can say, Hey, like, you know, I'm angry right now. I'm not going to react to that. I'm going to observe this pain, observe this emotion. It will pass. And then I can make a decision. And so you're kind of doing these hot and these cold modalities uh, and you're training your mind to be more resilient. And then all these physical benefits are happening within your body. And like the heat has its own properties, you know, it's detoxifying. It's been linked to longevity, you know, reducing like inflammation. It's been linked to a number of studies at the university of Finland, where all cause mortality is reduced by 50% dementia and Alzheimer's reduced by 65%. Wow. People using saunas four to six times a week. And so doing, just doing the hot and cold itself has these amazing properties and then what's amazing about other ship is we really created this community around it. And so you're going in and you're going to this challenge with your friends and a lot of, a lot of times strangers and your phones are away and you really are connected to these people. And so you're coming in, you're doing this hot, cold, and you look to the person you left like, Hey, like, how was that for you? And you start a real genuine conversation with someone. And so that's kind of an alternative to, to socializing at a bar or restaurant or even a fitness class where, you know, to be honest, I don't think you people in fitness class really even talk to each other. I think it's a little awkward. And then if you look at a bar or restaurant, are those really authentic and deep conversations? There's alcohol, there's music, people are on their phones, they're distracted. So it's very, you know, very baseline conversations. We're here, there's no distractions. You're in the best mood you can possibly be going through an experience with this person, a shared experience. And so you have a lot to talk about already. And it's just very interesting to see what has come out of that in the community and the friendships and, and everything around the space. Wow. You've, you've touched on so many different things, but I remember Laura, when we were there, I, I actually said to you, you know, this is a different experience. Like I have a sauna at my house, but when I sit in the sauna, it's not like that. Like you're, you're drawing from the energy of all the other people. And we had this incredible guide, the instructor who, you know, he walked us through it and he got us doing things together and people were kind of having their own journey, but it was a much deeper experience than I would have had at my own home. So I thought that was super cool. Um, now, what type of person are you finding is being drawn to this? Is there someone in particular that, that seems to be like your type, your customer? Yeah, we've been asked that question a lot. And because we're doing three offerings, we're open from 7am to midnight, there's a pretty wide net of people coming in. So some people are coming in 
to start their day off and they just want to be by themselves and meditate and really like change their mood for their day that's upcoming. Some people are coming for the classes because they're they're struggling. They want to go through one of these emotional regulation classes and do a release and they want to scream in the sauna and they want to, you know, some people cry. Some people, it's really just shedding a lot of these emotions out of you. And some people just look like it's Friday night. I don't want to go to a nightclub. I don't want to go to this party. I don't want to drink. Where do I go? Right. Where do I go to meet someone that's like-minded like that? And so they go there for other shipping age ranges. It's, it's anywhere from honestly, 25 to 50. It's all over the map. But I think what's interesting is the values are all kind of aligned. And so these people are from all walks of life, but their values around this seem to be very aligned. And that's why I think the connections are so simple or are easy, I guess to put it away. Yeah. I thought it was a great place huh. to make connections. I mean, we 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 made a connection, didn't we, Joan? We did, female, but we made a connection. It wasn't a love connection, <laughs> but it was a connection. Everyone was so nice, though. Like everyone was really outgoing. And Miles, like you said, if you go to the gym, it's not necessarily like a social thing. But here, everybody was just great. And you know, when Laura got out of the tub and had a little bit of struggle at the beginning of just getting in, <laughs> the girl in the next tub was like, "You did it! That's yes. great!" Like so supportive. It. You know what? That you you hit it. Everybody was so supportive. Everybody was great, and everyone was encouraging me because I think I had this frantic look on my face. But <laughs> you did. <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna chat about why Othership is a great place for singles to meet. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellata from SingleInTheCity.ca, Toronto's News. Today's Talk, six forty, Toronto. We are back. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640 Toronto. I'm Laura Bellotta with the lovely Joan Kelly Walker tonight as my co-host and our guest, Miles Farmer, uh, getting back to our chat now on Othership and how it's a great spot for singles in Toronto. And you singles need to check it out. So, Miles, we all know that the dating world out there is sometimes super challenging and it's not easy sometimes to meet new people who are like minded, especially if you're trying to avoid alcohol Um, and even just, you know, trying to find things in common with other people while you're dating. So that's why I think Othership is such a great place for singles to mingle. So let's talk a bit more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So I think if you're looking you know, you're, you're single and you're looking for, I guess, someone who's like-minded, maybe someone who doesn't drink or just doesn't drink a lot and has, you know, more of this holistic viewpoint. You got to just think of what are the options out there. There's dating apps, you know, going to a restaurant or bars, probably not the best spot. Could you go to fitness classes? And I think we touched on this earlier. You could, but I think it's really awkward to, to kind of approach people during fitness classes, at least that's what my experience is, you know, people are in their own space, they're, they're working out, they're sweating, they're just not really open to that. And so where do you go to meet someone who, you know, is is there on a Friday night that wants to talk and wants to connect. And so we've really fostered this in our socials. And so our socials are two hour sessions, they start after 830 on Thursday, on Friday and Saturday night. And and it's a party, you know, we have like house music that's playing in the background what? and people are dancing. People are, it's really, it's really, really encourage people to meet and to meet people you don't know. And we're seeing that. And so people 
or meeting someone, hey, do you want to go to an ice bath together? And you do that with that person. And, and you know, you're instantly now a little bit like connected to that person throughout that night. And so we're seeing relationships being fostered there. We're seeing people become friends, uh, go on trips together. We're seeing it all. And so I think this is really an alternative for somebody who is looking, who is single, who is looking to, to meet and connect with people that are, you know, like-minded and healthy in that regards. And yeah. And then just, just seeing the numbers and seeing what we've seen um, with these nights. Um, I think it's an amazing place to check out. And I think it's a fantastic idea as more people are committed to their health these days, for sure. And have, have you made any love connections that you know of thus far? Uh, yeah. So I know of at least three people who have met in the space and are, are now dating. I know of people, a funny story. There has been two people that were stood up on dates, ended up coming there and then them ended up going out after together. And so it's, it's really this weird interesting mix of of people that are you know from, coming from all walks of life just looking for something and it doesn't need to be all you know a lot of friendships are born there and a lot of you know a lot of those friendships sometimes foster into something else and so it's really you know an, a, an approachable place where you can meet people and you know trying to start what you're looking for I guess mm-hmm. you know the other thing I observed was that people didn't seem to be so self-conscious about their bodies. Like, you know, anytime normally you would go on a first date with someone and and wear a bathing suit. I think most people, most, well, a lot of women, a lot of my friends would feel like, oh my God, how do I look? Do I look good? Where Mm -hmm. here it was like, so not about that, that it was just a really comfortable environment. And again, that comes like top down and that that goes through, you know, how the guides are, how the instructors are, how you feel in the space. It's a beautiful energy in the space that you've created in a beautiful environment. So did you curate that? Like, did you consciously curate that or did it just evolve naturally? No, that's, that was top of mind when, especially on the design side, uh, if you've noticed, we have co-ed change rooms. And so just even from the beginning, we're mixing everyone all together. Mm-hmm. And then the lighting was super important. Right. So it's really to make sure the lighting's perfect, that it's complimentary, that people don't feel, you know, uncomfortable in these situations. And you're going through the going through an ice bath, you know, it's going to be challenging. You're not going to be like looking as best as you can. And so just curating these rooms with lighting and then just making sure people uh, look good, feel good. And I think that's important because if you look good and you feel good, you feel confident, you know. Um, that kind of sparks something within inside yourself to go and, and talk to people that you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Plus you feel accomplished. Like you feel like, wow, I just did that. That was really cool. So I think you, you project a better image outwardly because you're feeling better on the inside. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're going through an ice bath, you're, you're, you're just on, you're feeling alive, you know, you're feeling the happiest you've ever been and you're just excited. And so think about a time when you've been, so excited and pumped up, you know, you, you have a lot of confidence and, and you want to just connect and share that with people. And so we, you know, everyone's smiling in this space. Everyone's chatting. No one is judging, you know, it's not like that type of face or sorry, space. And, and yeah, it's just a, a great environment to connect with people you don't know and give you the confidence to even say hello. 
And I, I also found it to be a natural environment where I wasn't checking myself. I mean, I was dealing with a star in my eye. I wasn't so worried about it. <laughs> I yeah. felt like people were being themselves. But I also found that everybody was super fit. Didn't you, Joan? You know, I wasn't really looking for that. So I well, I was because I'm in the singles industry and I have to check. Yeah, that. I have to check people out. Right? Yeah, I have to there see, were... well, what kind of people attend these things? There were a lot of beautiful people there. I'll give you that. <laughs> they were. They seemed to be very fit. They seemed to be caring for themselves, which yeah. is very attractive. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're there, you're, you're doing something healthy for yourself. You probably, you know, take care of yourself. But it's not, you know, there's, there's people of all walks and all, all sizes. And yeah, and everyone is just is beautiful in their own way. And then I think, Something interesting you may have not have noticed is we don't have too many mirrors in the space. Mm. Uh, just the little mirrors when you walk out of the change rooms. Uh, but other than that, yeah, it's it's not about that. It's just really about like, you know, putting your phone away, being present, going through these experiences and and the lighting is is very complimentary. So it, it, you feel you feel comfortable in your own skin. I don't I don't think people are going in there and and feeling uncomfortable being there for any reason. You said something about not having any mirrors. Actually, I didn't really notice that so much. I, I don't, I think as I age, I don't really like looking in mirrors like I used to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I didn't really notice that either. Like I was kind of happy. I was kind of surprised that it was a big co-ed change room like that. I don't know why, but it was, that didn't you know, shock you me actually. Privacy. Really? Yeah. Joan, that didn't shock me. Hmm. Cause it just seems like that vibe. Yeah. Yeah. But the other part that I really liked was that you're disengaged from technology. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's beautiful music and all the lighting and everything, but your phones are away and that leads you into social interactions, like real interactions with people. And I think that's something that we're definitely missing this day and age. Yeah, absolutely. I think with also what's happened in the last two years, there's you know, we kind of call it, is there a loneliness ep epidemic? Are people connected as much as they used to be? And so this is really a place I think people have been yearning for, uh, especially coming out of what, you know, the world has just come out of. And, and it's like, it's time to reconnect in person with people. Owns Miles, are we really out of it? Because now they're talking about bringing back these stupid mask mandates. And honestly, like, how is that going to affect your business? Because it's definitely going to affect mine. I can't imagine wearing a mask in one of those saunas. Yeah, I mean, we're well, obviously going to follow the laws and the rules. Um, I don't think it's something we're worried about. We were definitely when we opened in February, those mask law, uh, mandates were in place. And so we were very nervous about that. Like, would people come? Would people feel comfortable being in a sauna, you know, during that time? And what we found is people were, so people were willing to kind of, you know, take that risk, I guess, to come out and be in rooms with people again. And so I think even if, if there is a, another mass mandate, you know, we'll get through it, we'll roll with the punches, but I'm not too concerned uh, overall, to be honest. So you touched on this a little bit, but I want to ask again, uh, what other social events do you have? Yeah, so we we do have one-off social events where we have takeovers. Sometimes other communities come in and take over a night uh, within our space, and they bring their community, and we kind of merge them together. And it's kind of like a really really fun time because all these new people are in the space, and people are excited to be connected with this 
this other new community. And I think one coming up that we're playing with is a, a New Year's Eve party. And and so we're playing around with with that and how that will look uh, within the space. And, you know, I think it's just a great way to kick off the new year and in a healthy and fun way. I love it. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, guys. And when we come back, we're going to discuss how Othership can help couples deepen their relationship. Welcome back to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Bellotta from singleinthecity.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. It's Sunday night, guys. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640. I'm Laura Bellotta with Joan Kelly Walker this evening and our special guest, Miles Farmer, discussing why couples should plan a visit to Othership. So before the break, we were talking about how Othership can be a great place for singles to connect, but it's also a great option for couples as well. So Miles, can you talk about what makes this a great spot for a date night? Yeah, so just even on a regular day, think about going to Othership with your partner. You're going to do, you know, you're spending time with them and doing a hot and cold. You're going to do a cold together face to face. And so it's just a really good way to connect and not connect, you know, if you're at home and you're just kind of doing your day-to-day thing, are you really connecting with your partner? So going to the space and really just taking this time to be with each other, have this, have some conversations that aren't about, you know, at home stuff and, and then doing the, the cold itself with your partner. And it's, it's really, I've done that with my girlfriend a number of times and it's, it's awesome because, you know, we, we live together and sometimes we just get into like the, the, the groove of the day-to-day even though we're around each other have we really connected and had a you know a genuine kind of update with each other and another important thing is we actually have couple classes and so uh, even on valentine's day we have the couples classes where we do intention setting with your couple you sit there you do eye gazing it's kind of really connecting um couples together and so i would encourage it's not just for singles this place um, can kind of do a lot for both people in relationships and people yeah, that are just looking as well. And for me, it was really helpful going through my first experience with Joan. I think that having her there made the experience easier because I, when we were, you know, in the middle of the cold therapy session section, and, and we both you know, went into the water, she kind of coached me beforehand, like, you're going to be fine. And like, just don't move. And there's going to be this film that's going to come over your body. (laughs) (laughs) I'm manifesting a warmth around the outer part of your skin. So I I don't know. It was definitely harder for me, but Joan really helped me push through it, I guess, mind over matter. So thank you, Joan, for that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, do you see, so you said you see a lot of couples coming in. Yeah. And all the time. Yeah. I, I do think it, it would be a great experience to do with someone for sure. I gave Joan a bit of a massage that wasn't part of it. Although, cause when we called in, uh, <laughs> I was like, she, book the part that has a massage. I just <laughs> somehow thought there'd be a massage. So was it you I spoke to miles? No, I don't think so. Okay, with somebody else. I said, we want the one where there's a massage involved. He's like, well, there is. <laughs> that one's not available. But is there one where you can get a massage? There's no where one where we actually like touch the customers. We do lymphatic releases. There's stretching classes. There's movement. There's breathwork classes. But 
not one where you know you're essentially giving each other a massage and this time that's something we would have to obviously restrict couples that are okay with it i don't think asking two people that don't know each other to start massaging is is really appropriate <laughs> but i mean maybe not maybe on the roadmap but yeah I, I think it's that's the thing like you can you don't even need you can go in there with your partner and just give them a massage uh, during the free flow and just you know it doesn't need to be a guided class for you to do that if that's something you're looking for so earlier you were talking about how trendy this hot and cold thing is right now like it's really popular i know it's been around for a super long time um so one thing that really struck me was like after we got out of the cold tub and everybody was applauding laura for doing such a great job and staying in there <laughs> but then then we were told okay just sit on the bench and just sitting on the bench like you feel this i don't like energy on your body like on your skin it's a beautiful sensation that like it does make you feel like okay i really accomplished something here i was telling laura when we were going through this if you just stay still you get sort of like radiant heat on the outside part of your skin and that acts like a thermal thing and i was half just sort of manifesting this thing in my own brain but is that a thing when you're doing cold plunges yeah, I mean, so if you're in, in still water, there's a, a thin layer of what's called warm water that kind of is, is created between the cold and your skin. And so if you sit still and you allow, you know, the water to stop moving, that actually it kind of creates the calmness to, to create that layer. And so some people have this sensation after about 45 seconds when the water is really calm that they kind of feel like it's like a warm blanket. It's still cold and you're still having all these physical effects but it, your body's adjusting to this cold water and it, and it has this sensation of like for me personally i kind of feel like a warm blanket it's being wrapped around me towards the end and and that's why people are like oh i can probably stay another minute and so uh these sensations happen but again if you're moving someone's jumping in with you you know that can move that around that's why jumping into a lake is very different than let's say a cold bath uh, at other yeah. ship because it's constantly moving um water that's, that's really yeah so i did that on new year's eve we were mm -hmm. at our lake and we have a sauna so then we were running out to the lake which is deep like over my head so you'd yeah. have snow on your feet as you were getting there and then go down this ladder that had ice on it and you had to tread water and it was so so cold and we just lasted like we would just sort of go in to say okay i went in and then come out again right away but we went in probably three times that night so it was a very memorable new year's eve and then we all ended up getting COVID after that which wasn't <laughs> great but um yeah, I really, it was a very different experience when you're in water that you have to tread than being in a, in a still water like that. Yeah. So, and I think for, for getting people who have never done this in for the first time, like both those experiences are great, both like physically, mentally, but you know, you really want to be in the water for a certain amount of time to really get these physical benefits. And then mm -hmm. that mental benefit we spoke about earlier about you know creating this space uh in your head you know it's a lot easier to achieve i believe in these cold tubs because you're not having these environmental issues you know in the waves and the, the freezing wind whatever it is uh, so it's a very harsh environment in the exterior and people love that that's so there's a group of people that just they swear by that but i think for the masses for people doing this for the first time the experience in a controlled environment with a guide 
you know, breathing exercises, getting in, telling you what's happening in your body physically, what's happening mentally, you know, telling you how long you've been and how much longer you should be. in. I think that is super powerful to people because if you just walked into a facility and you just saw an ice bath, you know, and you didn't know anything, you're just going to jump in it until you, your mind says, I have to get out. But if I told you all these benefits are going to happen, you just need to push for two minutes after 45 seconds, your body starts to acclimatize to it. And, you know, there's a guide there and you're with a group, you really are going to do it right to the end. And you're, and once you do that, you know, two or three times, you just know, it's like anything, you, you know, once you do it, you know, you can do it. And so you feel way more confident uh, in doing it mm. by yourself. And if you want to go outside, like for me personally, I've done uh, four or 500 ice baths in the last five years. And Yikes. I still, I still like, you know, January in a lake, it's still challenging to me. It's not, that's no mm. easy feat. Yeah. Well, and my first instinct was to get out of the water, (laughs) like get out. But then eventually I told myself, okay, you can do this, Laura. And I was stuck with my arms hanging out, but I didn't want to move, but I did it. And then right after I said, I'm never going to do that again. But then now I'm like, you know what? I want to try it again. I want to push myself further next time. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back more on the importance of sober connections, stay with us. Listening to the Dating and Relationship Show with Laura Galata from singleinthecity.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. You're listening to the Dating and Relationship Show on AM640. I'm Laura Galata with Joan Kelly Walker and Miles Farmer from Other Ship in Toronto. And now we want to talk about building connections without alcohol. So the big focus of Othership is creating these connections without the booze. Why do you think people are looking for these sober connections now more than ever? So I, I think, you know, I come from the entertainment industry. And I think when people, typically when people are younger, like that lifestyle is very appealing to them. You know, you're going out a lot. It's very exciting. A lot of people in college, a lot of the communities built around drinking and it's kind of drinking is part of a lot of our society's lives. You know, it's built into everything. And even when I I stopped drinking for six months, I I really noticed people like would ask you that you'd go to a party and be like, well, why are you drinking? was a question that was always asked to me. And I found that interesting because, you know, it's not affecting them and, but they really wanted to know why I wasn't drinking. And so where can people go that, you know, finding like-minded people um, that want to, party and they want to socialize. I want to dance that, but don't really want to have that pressure, that social pressure of drinking. There's not many places I know about. And so we, we, what we've seen in the socials on the weekends is, yeah, you, you know, you're going there and you still have this like feel good feeling because you're doing the hot and cold. And so you're not in this high and you're doing that with people that are aligned with that. And so there's no, you know, there's no, I guess question around the alcohol, like alcohol is not something that comes up ever. And you're looking for someone who, so let's say you don't drink and you're looking for someone else that's sober. Like that's the perfect place for you to find them. And look, what if, and it's not like everyone that comes there doesn't drink. They just don't, maybe don't want to drink that night and want to find someone who's kind of on that level, at least for that time being. 
Mm-hmm. And you know what? Too much alcohol, honestly, is so bad for you. I'm finding myself not drinking at all during the week anymore. First of all, as you hit a certain age, right? As a woman, you shouldn't be having more than four to five drinks a week. And as a man, I believe it's like between seven and eight. But you know, what I do find is sad is that if you don't drink and you're dating, people will automatically assume that you have a drinking problem, like you have some sort of substance abuse problem, like, but it's like, no, not I just for myself, it's like, well, not really, I just or that you're boring. (laughs) Right. But no, maybe we just don't want to drink because it's not healthy. Or I have, you know, I, I want to put that energy that I can, um, maintain by not drinking and put it towards something um, like business or working or, you know, towards goals, creating goals for myself rather than being tired and waking up hungover every morning. Yeah. And I think, go ahead. People should never have to justify why they're not drinking. And if someone makes assumptions about you when you first meet them, because you're not drinking, then forget them. Shame on them. They shouldn't be doing that happens though yeah i think you touched on a really important point is like the feeling the next day it's kind of like stealing your next day also Mm -hmm. can you go out and socialize and not drink what are what are your options at this point like on a friday night you're gonna go to a party there's gonna be alcohol you're gonna go to a restaurant alcohol nightclub alcohol and and i think there is a massive you know it's like societal pressure when you go out that you aren't fun or whatever it is and and so you maybe you didn't plan on drinking, you ended up drinking and the next day, you're just not really feeling great. You know, are you going to get up at 7am, 8am the next day, if you go to a bar or restaurant, probably not. And, but if you go to, you know, a social at other ship and you get home by like 1230 and you've met someone and you're chatting, you wake up and you have the amazing sleep and you feel great the next we day. We did. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. I did. Yes, I did. I did. I'll yeah. be honest. I crashed like a baby. Yeah. Yeah. You, your body is, uh, it's, it's going, it's essentially, it's, it's going through a, like a circulatory system workout. And so you're stressing your, your body, you're going in, you're expanding your circulatory system, you're contracting it, all these physical benefits are happening, these mental benefits are happening, you're touching on a social aspect. And so when you go home, you just feel like you're satisfied, you know, and you're ready for bed, and you feel great. And the next day, you, you have the whole day to yourself. And so, you know, I think the drinking aspects of of life really it, it kind of leaks especially i think as you get older it just starts to hurt more and more it certainly does hmm. and you know more and more people are socializing without alcohol which is great uh and it's great for your business which is expanding so can you just briefly tell us what else could we look forward to as we watch other ship grow yeah, so we are aggressively expanding. We're opening a second one here in Toronto in Yorkville next year, planning on two in New York, the so one in Brooklyn, one in Flatiron in Manhattan, and then a third in Vancouver. And beyond that, we're looking to to really enter every major city in North America at some point. So it could be LA, Miami, Austin, you know, Chicago, all of those are on our roadmap uh, moving forward. Well, I just and tell me... A- Tell me again about this app. I kind of didn't really understand what you're doing with the app. Yeah, so we have an on-demand breathwork app. And so it's an app you download, you pay a monthly subscription, and 
you basically can choose between five minute sessions, 45 minute sessions. They can be for anxiety, uh, you know, energy, whatever it is you're looking for. And we have a guided session. So it's, it's a breathing app where there's curated music with an instructor and it's walking you through a breathwork session and breathwork. Um, it's, it's like an active form of meditation. So meditation itself is incredible, but even for me personally, I always struggled with meditation. And so doing breath work really got me into like this parasympathetic state of my mind. And so I found breath work was, was the best solution for me, uh, when I looked for, you know, a meditative state outside of the hot and cold. And I just, thought just came to my mind. What about people that actually do drink and they want to just sweat out their hangover? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean. Are they banned from mothership? No, 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 absolutely. We are in the entertainment district of Toronto and we have plenty of people that just, they're hungover. This is is the hangover cure also. So if you're hungover, this is the place to be. We'll reset your whole system. You feel absolutely incredible um, coming, walking out of there compared to when you walked in. Well, you know what, Miles, thank you so much. Thank you for for joining us. And hopefully some Toronto singles will also, um, you know, explore other ship just like Joan and I did. Where can people get a hold of you if they're looking to connect and learn more? Yeah. So on Instagram, it's miles, M-Y-L-E-S, farmer and othership.us or othership, uh, just othership on Instagram. Thank you so much. And Joan, where can we get a hold of you? I'm Joan Kelly Walker official or joankellywalker.com. And I am official Laura Bellotta on TikTok, Instagram, and check out singleinthecity.ca if you're looking for love. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Ciao.